0: Broadcasting live from Buffalo State College, here is The Blitz on 91.3 FM.
1: Welcome to The Blitz on 91.3 FM, WBNY Buffalo, Buffalo's original alternative since 1982, brought to you by the Buffalo State Student Activity Fee. And my name is Double D Dandale, and I am joined... By my favorite co-host right now, because the other co-host hurt my feelings, Tanner Saunders. And Joe, Joe Cowley, maybe in the doghouse, he, he, he basically left his class early after he did his project. And we told him to run for it. And he never <laughs> texted us if he actually got out or not. So he just stood outside the door to our studio waited for a minute me and tanner were doing stuff on our computers and this dude just went "Ah!" (laughs) like he just screamed that it scared the living crap out of me and tanner
2: Oh yeah, that one threw us for a loop. I was not expecting that. (laughs) I mean, it's not often you're just, you know, you're sitting around doing work, you know, I got a hockey game that me and Evan Harrington are going to broadcast over the weekend, so I'm just preparing for that, and then you hear the sound of like a 12-year-old girl just (laughs) screaming. Yeah, that one... uh... That made my my uh, blood pressure rise momentarily. That probably took a couple years off my life, but it's all right. You're all good, Joe. We still love you. It took a couple of years off your life for now. one
1: for one yell. It took like what two years off your scary. life. Scary. What the?
2: Like if it I makes said, you feel
0: any better, I i not taken the ADHD medication for the day. So you know. Oh, gonna, you know, there we go. Yeah, yeah. that you
1: know. makes more sense.
0: Yeah. So no, it was it. Honestly, popped in my mind, the opportunity pre- presented itself, and I capitalized on said opportunity. I mean, I literally... It was, like, probably 20 seconds. I was just standing at the door, like, waiting for you to just turn around and, like, see me. Originally, that was going to be the intent, just a harmless thing. And then I just impulsively yelled at the top of my lungs, like, ah! You know what I mean? Like, just just to get you. Just to get the juices flowing before the show, you know? got to get that adrenaline pumping, you know?
1: Yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> really appreciate it. You know? I, I gave. I get accused, or not accused, I, I get harassed on air by Evan D. Pasquale for not watching the Christmas story, and now I have my blood pressure being really high uh, from you, Joe. Thank you very much. Anytime. Uh, but, you know, the the name reference of Evan D. Pasquale is kind of funny because he told me on Monday that today is his birthday.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Right. So
1: he's an old man now.
2: <laughs> he's only like 23
1: he's got he's got to go to retirement home tanner i'm sorry
2: well actually you know what i i can sympathize with that because i say i'm old all the time but i'm only 22 so yeah he is old he's getting he's gonna be pushing up daisies sooner than we know it not that <laughs> i wish anything ill upon him because a great guy haven't seen him in a while might see him on friday we're both going to high mark stadium to a to do some uh playoff high school football so Certainly don't want to wish anything ill upon him, but he is getting old. He is an old man.
1: He's going to call in and he's going to be like, I'm not old. (laughs) I ain't
2: old. (laughs)
1: I'm not old. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you say that? I have to go to bed now. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take my afternoon nap. <laughs> we're uh, not. We're
0: not saying that's what he actually sounds like. That's old man Deepa Squally right? Yeah, there. Old,
1: <laughs> old man Deepasquali.
2: Grandpa Depot.
1: <laughs> oh my god, he wants to start his own segment whenever he calls in, called trivia. Trivia with Depot. I think we now we gotta make it Granddad Depot calls in. <laughs> Grand-
0: Granddaddy <laughs> Depot.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that's a great way to start off the show. Great way. Ah. Uh, and you're dying in the same sense, Joe. Jeez. Karma. Karma for scaring us. You, you are now sick. <laughs> you, you deserve it.
0: Dan, it, it, I just had a sneeze, buddy. It's dusty. I don't care. It's dusty. The air's dusty you today. You were complaining
1: that it was warm in the studio I'm in right now. Uh, me and Joe are in separate studios. Tanner's with me in the same studio. I came here early because my second class got canceled. And I joined him. Yeah, after like thirty minutes of complaining that it's I was too eating my warm sushi in here,
0: out in the lounge. What do you want me to do?
1: No, no, that don't don't use that as an excuse. You said it's too warm.
0: It was, and I don't have an undershirt on under my sweatshirt, like an alien. I'm sorry, I rushed out of the house today and forgot that part. I mean, I, I normally <laughs> I'm an undershirt guy. I like being a. I like having the Harrington the
1: soccer- goes shirtless for most shows. Joe, come on.
2: I don't think I've seen that. That's just simply. I- Never uh, go ahead, Dan. All right, you—you you you haven't you seen
1: Evan Harrington shirtless, Joe.
0: I don't. Since my tenure well, has begun, been... I—I don't think I don't think he's been shirtless. We
1: should
2: all take turns every every day. Somebody new has to no, do the show. No, I don't think shirtless. I want that. No, I yeah. don't think we need a chart <laughs> well, for that. Well, Dan, I hate to burst your bubble, but that's just simply untrue. I've never seen Evan Harrington do the show shirtless, so you've just unleashed what? this upon yourself.
1: What? <laughs> Whoa! You haven't seen it either.
2: No, no, Dan, I did it. Like, Listen, what
1: show I, are you he hosting? He did it during. <laughs> like,
0: what show are you hosting late at night without us? Here, come on. <laughs> I
1: don't. I'm not here <laughs> late at night, man. No, yeah, Tanner, you have had to see him shirtless. He's done it where he like lifts his shirt up during that's the show. That's not shirtless. Yeah, there's a difference between shirtless just, means like, he's got it, it off. Up
2: momentarily and completely taken it off.
1: I thought he has done right, that. Right, like if you, you show know. a little that belly. That sounds like an Evan like, Harrington thing to do. But that's I'll like do saying that. a
0: crop top means you're shirtless, though. If he's just lifting it up, you show a little belly. That's not being shirtless. No. You know?
2: Like, technically. This, that's this, not, yeah, this that, is not.
0: No. Because no. there is still shirt on the shoulders, it is not list. Dan, I want to see you shirtless.
1: Why has this become <laughs> our show? We don't, don't know. need to talk sh- sports anymore. The train got... is
2: off the tracks it's, right it, now. It's the ADHD medication. Joe's <laughs> yep. not on his, and it just. It's, it, it, it's
0: it affecting all of it's us. It's like Craig Anderson's age. It affects the Sabres. That's you know right. what I mean? So.
1: Oh, talking about the Sabres. Yeah, Joe. That... Like that
0: little segue I just had right Yeah, down, I know. Yeah? That was <laughs> a
1: perfect segue. <laughs> you know, the Sabres only had one good moment last night against facing the Coyotes, it was TH Thompson's goal on the power play, and here it is.
2: For Darlene. Thompson's up top here on the right side, takes the pass,
1: Watson scores! An early blast from- That was Tate Thompson's goal against the Arizona Coyotes, the only goal of the night for the Buffalo Sabres. Probably one of the worst nights I've seen in a long time, Yeah, uh, especially with Darlene out there. And Lebushka. It's like your your defense got healthy and you sucked. Yeah. Like, like you were deplorable. I did not want to watch that game in the third and I did and I regret every moment of it.
0: I uh I had just finished filming the Buffalonian podcast at six thirty before that game started. I predicted they go two and one in these next couple games, right? Uh I th- I thought they lose to Boston and win against the uh uh Golden Knights when I'll be there, but I thought they would win against the Coyotes, the struggling Coyotes. Like, what do we – What I thought this was a lock, and then here I am looking at the score sheet, and I'm like, what is going on? The only – Dan, I'm going to push back on the only good moment being that goal. The only good moment was when we got a timeout on the ice when the Zamboni pooped itself. So, I mean <laughs> – like pooped that, itself? Yeah, it pooped out. The yeah. engine went kaput. There was oh, no. Okay. It, yeah, I there was no – the bucket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had to I was going to be, say it
1: broke. I, I did. had to
0: be towed off by another Zamboni. I mean, what a, what an awful – I mean – it gave the team a break, though, and you think, you know, it's like Buffalo has had so many technology errors in sports the past week. The Skycam deciding that game against the Jets, and then the Zamboni deciding the game against the Sabres. It's not good luck. Not good luck for the Bills or the Sabres, depending on technological errors such as that.
2: Yeah, that uh, that one hurt last night. The, the vibes are slowly leaving the building. Like the Sabres were doing so good to start off the season. And I know you guys have been through this song and dance a million times where they start out the season hot and then comes the November winter collapse. But this is the first time for me because this is the first year that I've started like legitimately, religiously following the Sabres, so I don't know how to act right now. I just feel so down in the dumps. Like, I'm not used to this. I'm used to my experience with the Sabres is seeing them win. Like, they won the first game that I saw them in person last year against the Rangers. They won a ton to start off this year, but now we're just... Collapsing on a two game losing streak, and you know I could three live, game
1: losing streak
2: or yeah, three game losing streak, and you know I could live with like losing to Tampa Bay because that 's a team that 's just one year removed from going for a three peat, and you know we kept it close with them, you know we came back from down one goal multiple times to tie it, and yeah. you know we stuck with them the whole way, but this one I mean we just got our pants blown off by the Arizona Coyotes simply put, which is. Just not acceptable, and you mentioned you know having Darlene back, having Labushkin. So that's just that's a tough one. And like I said, it's I'm still keeping the faith, but boy, I'm I'm down bad right now, along with every other Sabres fan. But I will tell you, if there was ever a time to snap a three-game losing streak, it would be tomorrow night against Vegas. I mean, everybody's going to be counting the Sabres out. Like, oh, they're on a three-game skid, same old Sabres. So they're going to have not only that chip on their shoulder, but the chip on the shoulder with Jack Eichel coming back into town. So while things have been horrific the past three games with uh, last night, being where it came to a crescendo, I think the Sabres, all things considered, aren't in that bad of a spot right now. No, I
0: would definitely agree with that. I think they stomp Jack Eichel and the Golden Knights. The, uh, there's no question about it. I think Tuck, honestly, I think it's a repeat of last year, steals the puck right from Eichel and puts it right in. Empty net at the end. They're coming back from 3-4. to four. They're trying to tie the game to take it to OT in the last 10 seconds. Tuck seals it with an open net goal. I mean, it's just been tough, though. Like you said, Tanner, I mean, you following the Sabres, I mean, it's, it, it's been looking good so far. Like, it, but I don't think this is the November slump that we've been used to over the past few years. I think they're going to rise up and get past this because they have the team mentality and the coach mentality, all of that, to get through this. Where before, I mean, the team mentality was just not there. I mean, at this point last season, I want to say, I'm trying to think. Be specific here, Dan. Did they still have Eichel at this point last year, or was he gone by this point?
2: No, he got traded November. We were on the air. I mentioned it. It was the one year anniversary of Eichel oh. trade. I think it was November fourth.
0: Yes. Okay. So he was on the the Golden Knights at this point, but I mean, I don't even know where I was going with that. I'm going to be home for honest with you, but I, uh, I I I don't think this is the normal. Normal November slump. They're they're going to put it back together. I think it's a very high probability, and I think they do it. And honestly, I think they hang in with the Bruins too. They I don't think they're going to win that game, but I don't see like I I we watch them against the the Tampa Bay Lightning. We watch them against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, who granted have been struggling this past season. And we watch them against the Florida Panthers, number one in our division last year. Uh, they hung in there, and I I think that's a testament because last season they would not have hung in there. So. I, I don't think this is do-or-die, code-red, DEFCON 5. I don't think any of that. So I, I think they'll they'll bounce back.
1: I, I think you guys are delusional, like always, uh, whenever it comes to Savers being good or bad. Um, they're going to lose to Vegas. There just isn't a question in my mind, unless if Vegas really, if Eichel just doesn't look like what he's been doing this season, you know, if coming back, you know, actually healthy this time does that actually put a bigger chip on his shoulder you know i i think eichel wants to destroy the sabers in my mind
2: and you don't think the feeling's mutual they want to destroy him too
1: well i think you kind of got that from last season with tuck and krebs both scoring i feel like that was kind of their revenge i feel like it's just gonna flip um this season then you got boston uh yeah you're gonna lose just, just keep it plain simple. Right,
0: but I, I don't but, think it's a, a big lose. I think it's like four to three. Boston. Oh no,
1: it's a big lose. It's a big, both of the teams, both the Knights and the Bruins, have only lost two games. They've lost four games combined. That that is horrible. It doesn't make for you invincible though. Team.
0: You could have a bad. Yes, it day. does.
1: It kind of does, Joe. You,
0: you could have Dan. The Bills were six and one, looked like a juggernaut, and fell to the New York Jets
1: because the Jets suck.
0: They don't suck. They do. I'm not no. even going to start this again. I'm not I you I weren't even here for I the listened show. to this on Monday. I I, I on the Radio FX <laughs> app in my class and I, I just could not it was it was I'm not gonna start this again. I retract that statement. We're gonna You
1: retracted yes, that Yes, I
0: retract it. I don't think it's a big
2: loss. We're I think am just that, gonna ignore that that was even said. That's not true. The Jets are a good team, but go ahead, Joe. Yeah,
0: yeah. I uh I'll go with Tanner on that one. I the Jets are a decent Pretty decent team, and they, they did what they needed to do against the Bills, but we'll get into that, the more Bills stuff later in the show, but I don't think this is a big loss. Any, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. I've said it probably a thousand times by now. Any given Sunday, any given Tuesday, Thursday, whatever day you're playing NHL hockey... Whatever time, any given, it it could go either way. the The Bruins could have a bad game; they genuinely could. Like the Bills had a bad game on offense too. And the Sabers are a decent team. Like the Jets are a decent team, not necessarily that caliber, right? Like championship caliber, but they're a pretty good team. So i i don't think I don't think we write them off as a big loss right away. I think we give them at least a loss of three to four, or like keep it close, two to three. I think they play competitive.
1: Not even close in my mind. Then you luckily, luckily get Vancouver and Ottawa back-to-back. Then you get Toronto, which you know you can beat. Montreal, you need to win. St. Louis, you need to win. They have been the worst team in the league this year. They have eight straight losses, which is the first time in their franchise history to have eight straight losses. You have the Devils, and Lindy Ruff's actually been turning that team around this season. Don't be shocked if they beat us. Tampa Bay again, and then Detroit. So it's kind of an up-and-down November, but if you look towards December, here's where it gets hard. Colorado, San Jose, two games against Pittsburgh, the Kings, another Colorado, and Arizona is now like a competitive team for the Sabres. Great. Um, Vegas, Tampa Bay, Two games against the Columbus Blue Jackets, Detroit, and a Boston. This just seems like a throwaway season already. I, I will not stand here, or sit here rather, I'm not standing at all, um, and say that the Sabres are a fringe number two playoff team with this type of schedule. If they continue on this path of not having a good homestand where you actually have fans there, and you lose, like I said, you need to win at least two, in my mind, out of the five that was the Carolina, Tampa Bay, Arizona, Vegas, and Boston games, to at least keep in there and keep check with the division. I don't see that happening no more. I I see them going over five, and let's just prepare for next season.
2: That is Dan. We're only hold oh my on, God. We're only we're only thirteen games into an eighty-two <laughs> game season. We have sixty-nine nice games you, left you to play. You know
1: when to throw the Tanner. You. As a longtime Sabres fan, you know when to throw the season away. As when a longtime Sabres
0: a fan, 13 games into a season is not the time to throw anything away. 13 games into
1: the season is usually supposed to be pretty Dan, good for they the have a Sabres, positive and they're record. horrible. Oh, really? Seven and six is that great? They're over 500. 500. Yeah, they're going to be below 500 in, on Saturday. You know,
0: Last night's game was a fluke. All right, that's oh, all. I'm oh,
1: oh, oh! But the Jets game—they're actually good. The okay. Jets are good. No,
0: the they're, Coyotes have are. been. The Coyotes have been struggling. Like that is statistic. Like that is that it's not like the The Coyotes Jets, the Jets are six and three. They're six and three for a reason, Dan. No, they, they aren't.
2: They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Quinnen Williams has been one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL yep. this year. They I like go- how I
1: bring it back up after you guys said, oh, we're not talking about yeah, it. And well, were we got to about- now. You keep poking the, <laughs> you keep poking yeah, the, keep the poking bear. When you and poke I wasn't the bear, poked on Yeah, I can poke
2: as much. The- Quinnen Williams, one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL. They can go 10 deep on the defensive line with Carl Lawson, Sheldon Rankins, Quinnen Williams, John Franklin Myers, Jermaine Johnson, Bryce Huff, linebackers, C.J. Mosley, Quincy Williams, secondary, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed have been the arguably the best cornerback duo in the NFL this year. Their safety really good on the back end. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. I, the I, I am
1: not saying that the Jets' defense is bad. I, I, I don't like Sauce Gardner. I think Sauce Gardner is overrated.
0: I don't think anyone likes Sauce Gardner. I think that's something we can agree upon, but, but he's pretty decent Jets, in his position. The
1: Jets have gotten lucky wins where it matters. All right, if you look at their schedule, right, they lose to the Ravens. They barely beat the Browns after coming back after Nick Chubb makes his worst decision of his career of not going down at the one. You lost to the Bengals. You almost lost to the Steelers. You beat the Dolphins with Skylar Thompson in as quarterback. Not Teddy Bridgewater, not Tua. Still you beat the they pretty
0: good defense that ran us down that day, though.
1: Joe, you're you're looking at one game. You're not looking at the Dan, overall Dan, season. even
2: overall season.
1: You're telling me that Brett Rippin is a great quarterback, Joe.
2: That's what, that's what you have to do, though, in the NFL. team They're beating the teams that they should beat. That's part of being a good team is winning those games that you should. They're right. getting, you lost to give the Ravens. Me games. No, they're you lost. give-me games. You lose to the Ravens. But it, they have no control over that. You yeah. play who's in front of you, and you win the games that you're supposed to win. But it's it an does. easy win. That's no, the problem. They put
0: that drive together and marched down the field against the Browns, who were up in the last minute of the fourth quarter. They won that game based on their offensive play, and they played well. Yeah, Yeah, Joe
1: Flacco. Joe Flacco's your best quarterback?
2: Well, if Zach Wilson wasn't injured. Yeah.
1: Zach Wilson probably wouldn't have won that game.
2: Uh, never know. I I I bet you that Joe Flacco
1: would have beat the Patriots instead of Zach Wilson.
2: Well, I mean. I I think Joe Flacco deserved
1: to be a starter. And they're just using Zach Wilson because he's a high overall pick.
2: Well, yeah, he's the second overall pick. Of course, you're not going to spend a second overall pick on a guy and then just bench him after for yeah, a, a season and a half. That would be, that's terrible optics on the organization. But Zach Wilson—that's a even jet been, thing to do. Yeah, it is a jet thing to do. But these aren't the same old Jets. Like Joe Douglas is a good general manager. They're finally well coached for a change with Robert Sala. These these are not the the New York Jets that we're used no, to walking. It's the over first these past coach couple of years.
0: Yeah, first coach since Rex Ryan, like we talked about. That's actually had a decent running with this team. I mean, Dan, you can't count them out of these really. Wins. Todd
1: Bowles had a good run for the one season with Ryan Fitzpatrick.
0: Todd Bowles is just bottom tier NFL coaching, and you could see Todd what he Bowles did. isn't a great coach. No, you could see at what least he did, did to the Buccaneers like one good too. But you cannot discredit these wins against Miami. I
1: can also look at their schedule further ahead and say they'll make the playoffs because of the teams they face. I mean, or they'll. No, actually, I'm going to say they missed the playoffs. I think they're going to just fall back to earth. They're going to be the same old Jets. They suck. They fall back into the bottom ten of the league, or bottom five even, because you have the Patriots, Bears, who are looking really good, Vikings, Bills again. Um, They'll beat the Lions just because it's the Lions. That that should be a give-me. Jaguars are not a give-me. Seahawks are not a give-me. And the Dolphins. I, I think they're just going to fall back down to earth, and then you guys are going to be like, Jets, what happened? Uh?
0: Oh, my God. Don't bring James into this. Okay? I'm going to
1: bring in anybody I want, Joe.
0: And you cannot say that they're going to lose all of these games.
1: Joe's reference is based off a guy on TikTok who, after every major loss for a team, says. And
0: he blatantly she, stole it from someone else, we hope, by the way. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Whichever team who lost. Bangles Bengals. What happened, uh... mm-hmm.
0: Dan? You should start doing that on TikTok. No, I
1: don't want to do that. I'm <laughs> <good>. I don't <laughs> want to be on TikTok. Joe, you're you're the WBNY TikTok. I guy guess now. so. I've been yeah. appointed
0: after last week. So, but uh, so much for Sabers talk. I mean, we kind of just went into Jets yeah, talk. Yeah. Yeah, we subverted that. We want we <laughs> I poach get... you guys too much. Yeah. and I'm still. We'll talk about. Football. I, I want to talk more about this in the NFL section in the Bills section. But do you wanna, do you have anything else you want to chat about with the Sabers or anything like that, or no?
1: Oh yeah, of course. Do you think Casey set deserves to be on the power play?
2: No, no. it should be Skinner Thompson, and then. I'd probably say Vic. That would be my ideal power play one unit because yeah. that's what Victor Olofsson was known for. I mean, he did much better in the 5v5 last year, but before last year, he was pretty much known as a power play specialist. So he mm-hmm. should be on the one, you know, and along with Skinner on the other wing, center by Tage. That's my ideal PP1 unit.
1: Now, do you believe if Milstack gets taken off the power, power play unit entirely, is he now deemed useless
0: no, I I don't. I wouldn't say useless. He's a pretty decent center, passing wise. He's just not very aggressive and not very defensive, like that. You know what I so mean? So you're
1: you're telling me you're missing two out of the three things that makes you good.
0: For this season, you keep him on. You don't cut him mid season. He's got no trade. You can trade him. He's got no trade
1: value. Hey, a bag of pucks seems pretty good right Dan,
0: now. Dan, no, no, not a bag of pucks for Keith. Bag of pucks
1: feels great. You got to get something from it. Like if you want to trade, that is something more pucks. You know what? You know what? I will up to trade Auntie. We get him, we get him or we trade him away for a Zamboni. Fine. Yeah, okay. We get one that uh, works. All right. We'll maybe take Is that. Is that okay? No. And it, I'm what? Not okay you with just that. said yes. Here's what
0: here's what I would do. If I were the Sabres, logistically looking at this, you have Olafson, right? Who's one of the top goal scorers on this team right now, correct? But yep. they are all open net goals, right? So the stat's a little inflated. Mm. The stat's a little inflated. Mm.
1: Maybe, like, two or three goals out of his, like, seven or eight. Yeah.
0: That's still, that's, like, 40%. Four on, you know what I mean? Like, 30%. Like, like that's a big chunk. two of them chunk. are
1: on power play. Two of them are actually 5v5, I believe.
0: I would try working a trade-in somewhere with those two because... I mean, the first power, power play unit is not really doing anything. I mean, and... Power is doing nothing no. this year. So, I, it's not like you're going to put Olafson on there and it's going to be a huge difference. A lot of his goals, I mean, statistically, like 30% of them are open net goals this season so far, right? So, I mean, looking at the totals, the stat's a little inflated from that point for me. And he's got trade value with that stat right now, with all, all those goals so far this season. You know what I'm saying? So I would I would be looking into he and Middlestat being a dual a trade together somewhere else for something you know what I mean like that would be that would have some value to it and maybe Middlestat does decide to turn things on somewhere else but he's not doing it here so I think in the future you're definitely going to have to look into that and these possibilities especially before the cap goes up and you're going to have to start paying these people more like like you know what I mean you get what I'm saying Dan
1: yeah I get what you're saying I just think
0: I, I think you've got trade value right now and I think it should be something that you're. Somewhat looking into it, those two, because Middlestat, like you said, not doing very much, not doing anything so spectacular. But then you have Olafson, who's getting a lot of goals so far this season. But granted, a good chunk of them are open netters, and that's making him look even better. So he's got more trade value right now.
1: Yeah, Olafson is leading the team with nine goals on the season so far. Um, Only having one assist unlike Tage Thompson, who deserves many more goals. Yeah. I I feel so bad for Tage Thompson. I mean, even last night, I get it, he got the power play goal, but he had another one that he did the same exact thing that he did against the Blackhawks. He went straight up the slot, tried to fake out the goalie, and he lost the puck. And then power couldn't capitalize when he got the puck on the stick. Why can't the Sabres shoot anymore? Like, I remember a Sabres team that, you know, even though they hit the post a lot, I I still would rather have heard the post instead of hearing the back glass or the back wall yeah. just going, boom. Like, <laughs> I, I hate that so much. Like, I don't know what went wrong with this team in shooting wise, because we used to be like, oh, yeah, we'll be able to put shots on goal. We'll be able to pressure the goalie. They we'll, had a lot of we'll shots on goal, here. though. Well, I mean, you're against Arizona. <laughs> you know, you should get a lot of shots on goal <laughs> against Arizona. Uh, you should win against Arizona, but that didn't happen either. No,
2: but- I guess that's just naturally how the hockey works, you know. We have a lot of shooters on the team with Tage and Olafson and Tuck and these guys. And when you have snipers, you're going to go through hot streaks and cold streaks. And we're just cold right now, it seems like.
1: Now the other question is that I have before we take a break and finish with our Sabers talk for today.
2: Sounded
0: like a real Canadian. a Sabers tack.
1: tac. <laughs> Would you like a film, a Tic Tac?
0: Oh my gosh. Oh my god! And I don't know I what you even just like did that. there. I yeah. don't
1: even like that. Mm-hmm. Jeez! I that even regret that's some saying ultimate that. cringe right yeah, there. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, what, what. I was. really <laughs> regret saying Dan that. Dan took now. it to the next yeah, level. Yeah, this part's getting cut Make out. Sure... If you don't hear him post, you, you know, you live listeners will know. Uh, nobody else will.
0: I was just going to say, hit screen record when you're listening to the podcast. No. At this point,
1: no. Uh, my last question is: Do you think the Savers should use Anderson a little bit more? Um, Bald no. Head magic. No. Really?
0: I think you get Comrie like ready to be the team's number one because Anderson. Let's just face it: forty-one years old, Tom Brady of the NHL. He's not going to be around for very much longer. He'll probably be more of a player coach, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, in UPL, probably will come up with Comrie at some. But point. But he's
1: three and one, Joe. He he's winning games I when agree. Comrie has is, is four and five.
0: But also, you have to look at it—the whole team's play as well. That game, like the the games Comrie loses, is not just on him. Owen Power, literally. No,
1: I will say Comrie. Uh, there's been lucky bounces, and then there's been unlucky bounces. Yes. I mean, what, like three of the goals this season against Connery have come off somebody else's skate?
2: Yeah. It happened to Owen Power like twice alone. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. it
1: happened to Cousins yesterday. Yeah. Like, I just think, how can you stop that? <laughs> well,
0: honestly, it's just honestly like, play time. Do they
1: just start jumping? No, like just whenever somebody takes a shot, they start doing like the soccer free kick. You know, they build a wall up and then they just go. Ah!
0: Well, we also have to remember the Sabres are a young team and rather unexperienced. Own power only played eight games last season, so you got to give them a little bit of time to marinate in the NHL. You know what I mean? Like, that's... well, I
1: mean it's your skate, Joe. I, I like
0: right, but to be more inept about the less inept about those things. Like, in honestly, I watched it happen against the Red Wings. They won that game. They just. Uh... <clears throat> His hat trick and everything like that, but Power literally had an assist to the other team right in front of the net in that game. And I was like, Eek. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it just comes with time. And, you know, it's honestly just luck. Like you
2: said, it's unlucky. There's really no other way to put it, in my opinion. I mean, I cap this thing off here. As far as the goalie rotation goes, coming into the season, I said Comrie should get like 50 or so games. Anderson should get 20 or so and then give the last 12 to UPL. So I'm hoping that's what they stick to. All right. That's
1: going to do it for our first half hour on the Blitz. If you want to call in and give us your Sabres, you know, predictions or what you would like to see the Sabres do against the Knights or the Bruins upcoming um uh, call 716-878-5104 or 716-878-5104 uh and also if you're listening you want to listen to us outside of your car you can download the radio fx app just like joe mentioned he listened to us on his phone on monday and no your mic is off nobody can hear you joe i turned you off because we're going to break deal with it yeah yeah you're off too tanner you don't try to talk everybody's trying to talk when they can't talk stop it we're going to break okay you got it we agree yeah thumbs up i agree okay he yells he agree okay we're good okay keep listening what's up 91.3 fm we'll be right back Welcome back to the Blitz on 91.3 FM, and Joe is very confused because the clip was only playing on one side of our yeah. headsets, Yes. and he got very confused, but that was <laughs> Tredavious White saying that when the Skycam uh, from the Jets game broke, that a wire hit him in the head because he needs that MetLife money. <laughs> uh,
0: oh my god.
1: So, yeah, he he, he threaded a lawsuit. He said, I need that money. MetLife, I need that money. (laughs) Did it hit him? No, he was just joking. Oh, he's
2: he's a goof. (laughs) He
1: he wants to get back on the field, Joe. If he can't be on the field, he wants to earn money in different ways. (laughs) I
0: think he's back on the field this Sunday.
1: He might be, but let's get into some Bills talk then since I played that clip. The Bills decided to have a practice, you know, like any normal – Wednesday, Except if it Wednesday. is normal, uh, but basically what the huge news is is that Josh Allen with his uh, elbow
0: slightly torn, strained UCL. That's what. That's, yeah the
1: the pitcher injury mm-hmm. because he might need Tommy John surgery.
0: Yeah. Well, if it was if it's really that if bad. if it's really bad, yeah. It but, doesn't sound like it's actually that bad. It sounds like it's just strained. So
1: no, but he did not practice but he actually was after practice from josh reed was walking through the indoor facility with a wrap on his elbow so he we may see like the josh allen like elbow all covered up yeah you know he's got the the arm sleeve
2: yeah, he had that. He was rocking that in his rookie year because he had the same injury during his rookie year. He had a, a UCL injury that he sustained against the Texans, and he ended up missing four games. Then when he came back, he had that big honking rap on his elbow. But I guess sounds like this one's not as bad as the one he had his rookie year because, like I mentioned, he missed four games his rookie season, and now this one he might miss one, tops, if any.
1: Yeah, but if Josh Allen missed, misses this game against the Vikings, Case Keenum. Is is revenge game. With
0: digs too. With digs. The Minnesota Miracle two point Except the Buffalonia Miracle.
1: <laughs> that would be great if that could happen. Yeah, come
2: on. I mean, I'm not crossing my fingers that we get to see those two reunited on the field. But, uh, you know, if it happens, I mean, it's the perfect storyline. I'm sure the NFL wants Case Keenum to start this All weekend. Yeah, you couldn't write it any better than that. Case Keenum coming in against his former team where he pulled off one of the greatest miracles in playoff history. I mean, that would just be too good. That, the, that game would just be hemorrhaging money for the NFL. Like, I'm sure they would love that. But uh, we would love it if uh, Josh could suit up for that that game we we Keenum like we know he's a capable backup but we don't want to see him on the field anytime soon
0: yeah and I, I mean overall I mean I'm actually tweeting this out live right now so anyone listening is listening to the pre-tweet of the tweet I said if Allen doesn't play this is going to be a major test for Buffalo this weekend the running game is going to be exposed without Allen leading the team in rushing yards and our O-line will be tested with a QB who does not roll out and do it all on his own Hopefully, Dorsey and the offense can step it up. I'm hoping they can if Allen doesn't play, you know. But the running game has been meh. I mean, it's just been the same old ground game. And that's something that I'm nervous about a little bit being that would probably be a huge part of the offense this Sunday, you know, especially against a team like Minnesota, who is doing very well right now. They're 6-1, and one, right? They had their bye week, right? 7-1. Seven. 7-1. Seven They're 7-1.
2: And, uh,
0: and the only team
2: they lost to was the unbeaten Eagles. Yes,
0: so that, you know, Kirk Cousins MVP conversation from the beginning of the year, it's the battle, if Allen plays, the battle of the MVPs. If not, it's the revenge game for Keenum in the digs with Minnesota. So I think it's definitely doable either way. If you look at it, the Bills just need to play coherent football, which they have not played in the past two weeks since the second half of that Packers game, in my opinion, at least watching. It has not been necessarily the best football we've seen from them and you know what honestly every team gets into a slump the bills were in a slump last year and look at the game we had in the postseason against the chiefs i mean would have liked to see that with a win which i think we will have this year but it's not it's not defcon 5 here we're not it's not doomsday like i said about the sabers and mm-hmm. it's just like looking at it as a whole now if Allen were to miss a month four games with tommy john surgery the bills oh no
1: no it would not be four months no no sorry it four would months with just uh
0: just the the super strained, like not as light strained as what you. You just right mean
1: now. like four games like last time.
0: Yes, like last time. If they did four games like last time, the Bills still have an eighty five percent chance to make the playoffs. So it, it's not like we're faltering. Wh- the season's on the line right now, and I think Keenum is uh, an adequate backup to come in and win games. I mean he's he's just a pocket passer. He's not like I said. He's not going to roll out and do it all on his own like Allen does. So the rest of the offense kind of has to. Step it up, as McDermott said last week, more consistency from these other offensive positions other than the quarterback, you know?
2: I don't know what it is, but Josh Allen's injuries seem to come in twos. Like, I was looking at his injury history last night, and he's broken his right clavicle slash collarbone twice, yes. and now he's had UCL injury twice. The only thing the only thing that he hasn't had more than once, thank goodness, is a concussion, but outside of that, two collarbones, two UCLs, they just come in don't, twos. Don't think- don't yeah, I'm not him. trying to jinx him. I no, just this is just, be a just an observation.
0: But I mean, Dan, what are you thinking going into this? I mean, I know we're going to talk more about it on Friday, but I mean, like the situation with him right now. What is your outlook?
1: He'll be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I mean he's Josh freaking Allen. Josh, I don't. Like, I
0: feel like though I don't want him to go out there and hurt himself. I would rather
1: him go out. I I rather him put it out on the line. You know, if he feels good enough to go, he goes. I don't trust Keenum enough because if you remember all the way back when we were doing shows for the preseason, one thing I said was that Case Keenum looks worse than Matt Parkley.
2: Well, I agree with that. I, so, I, I'm skeptical. But also, I don't... Dan, you think I can remember that far back talking about the preseason? I can't even remember what right? I ate for breakfast well, that, this morning. That,
1: well, <laughs> well, that's why I mentioned it, Tanner. You I'm know, just... I... I Maybe other people
2: remember I'm just Tanner. kidding. I I'm know. just playing on, with you. Come on, Tanner. Like, I, like you hurt my feelings. Time.
1: How dare you not hang on my words? But, <laughs> <laughs> but How dare you?
0: Dan, like, I, I understand you want Alan out there, right? But do, at what point is it like give him a week off just for rest and to make sure he doesn't get more injured and ruin the chances of a postseason run for him? Like, just to make sure everything's okay. I I think, honestly, I'd rather play it safe. If we lose another game, we lose another game. That's not a big deal. Like, we still have a whole season, and I'd rather spend that whole season with Allen rather than having him come in in this game and injure it now far worse and need Tommy John surgery and be out for an entire year. Like, Tanner, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm with you there, Joe. I do worry about that. I mean, if...
0: If it's slightly torn, it could get... It could am yeah, possibly
2: worse. That's what I'm worried about is you go out there and heaven forbid, you know, he, he gets hit on that elbow or his arm gets cocked back like that again. You run the risk, obviously, of compounding that. And then, you know, maybe we are looking at, you know, being out for potentially multiple weeks or even heaven forbid the rest of the season. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think at this point, You know, it would hurt. Obviously, you'd like to have him out there, but I think you have to play the long game. Like, we're still six and two. We're still one of the top dogs in the AFC. You know, if we were to sit him for a game, I'd much rather that and ensure that he's going to be like healthier than to try and run him out there and run the risk of compounding that injury and make it more of a longer term thing, you know? Yeah. And if we. If we were to send Case Keenum out there and we lose and we fall to six and three, that's not the end of the world. It just makes our margin for error the rest of the season extremely slim. But I'd much rather have you know a slim margin for error than you know no Josh Allen for the remainder of the season. So you just kind of yeah. kind of got to do a cost benefit analysis and decide you know do you want a healthy Josh Allen or do you want a slim margin for error moving forward the rest of the year?
1: I I think what you guys are taking, I I think you are taking the. Ser- injury a little too seriously in the sense that he's already been called day to day so it doesn't mean it's that bad and usually when you look when a baseball player or baseball pitcher gets tommy john it's caused from play- throwing the same pitch or throwing fast speed pitches over and over and over again mm-hmm. Allen doesn't have to throw the fastball like he does. I mean, he can take it lighter, do a little bit more floaters, do shorter passes. He can take the step back.
0: I don't. I don't think it's a question of the throwing. I, I think
2: it's the if he gets hit again. I mean,
1: I don't think there's oh, really anything. It's not a question about the about. throwing at no.
2: all. I mean, two plays I, after the injury he happened, threw, he cocked right, it back yeah. and threw seventy yards down the field. Well, which... I,
1: I I think if you trust your offensive line enough, I mean, if you look at all the games the Bills have won, they have allowed two sacks or less. It's really in the games where we lost, where it's four or more.
0: Right, but that's not consistent. So I, you know, well, what I it mean? is like kind of consistent. It is. I it's mean. consistent in the fact when you separate them like that. But throughout the season, it's as a whole, it's not really consistent. You know what I'm saying? Like game to game.
1: Yeah, it is game to game, but it's not like Minnesota has.
0: They got Harrison, I, I don't Harrison think they
1: have an astounding defense. I mean, Harrison Phillips has done things here and there. Really, their big guy is uh, Zadarius Smith, right? Who used to be the Packer after he denied going to the Ravens, the linebacker. Yeah. I believe he's the big pass rusher there. I mean, that's really the one guy I think you got to look and say, hey, we got to cover him. You know, make sure he doesn't get a clean, open hole at Allen. And Mitch does a good job. I believe Bates and Saffold are great. In, when Saffold knows what to do because too. I, I I think during the Jets game, Saffold was a little lost at some points. I think anybody could go back to some plays and Saffold didn't really have his whole heart in it or he didn't really know if he should go downfield and block. Um, Dion, I think different of Dion. Dion's a great, great tackle. I'm not, discrediting him for his play there I'm discrediting him when he does all this extra stuff and he's a big personality guy he is you know he has the snow thing he likes to be out he was at the Sabres game yesterday sometimes I think that affects his play being out doing a lot of things kind of having fun. And I know he's young. I know, you know, that's what you're supposed to do, have fun. You have millions of dollars, spend it, you know, be safe while spending it, of course. But
0: I feel like that's how everyone on that team is, though. I mean, everyone's out and about pretty much. I mean, Not
1: always. I mean, you don't always see Josh Allen out and about. I, I mean, they rescheduled, what, the Kyle Brandt's podcast uh, for Allen, you know. so well, I'd
0: assume that's more of an injury well, thing yeah, than. Well, yeah,
1: but I, I feel like. He does it more than anybody else. He he is the Bill's face that isn't a quarterback, in my mind. Because he's just so different. He's so out of pocket. And whenever he does bad during the game, like I don't think the holding call was a good holding call. I think that was supposed to be on Questenberry. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look back at that pass to Diggs that was called off. He, I, I always say he should stop. Stop doing the snow and start looking at the playbook and do better. Um, you know, I, I get it. You want to be a personality. You want to connect with the fans. I understand that. But you can only connect with fans so much. And the fans want to see you play good. And if they don't see you play good, you're going to hear about it. You know what I mean? So I think if he would take, like, a step back for, like, a week. I'm not saying his... Whole career should be over if they lose and he keeps on doing the snow thing. I think it's good when you're winning and you're allowed to have fun. But once you lose, you got to take that step back and say, hey, let me fix on the things that is allowing me to play football full time as a job and get paid millions of dollars. And then I'll reconnect with the fans. Like, I I feel like maybe his priorities are out of order. Because he's shirtless in the locker room ska- singing to the Backstreet Boys. Uh, yeah, Mackenzie's
0: there with him, too. Well, Mackenzie's you know I
1: mean? the singer. How can you not have Mackenzie there? Um, and, and then I trust Spencer Brown when he's healthy. Brown has looked amazing after being put in last year. And then Questenberry's a great tackle, too. Um, you know, he just hasn't had as much playing time. It hurts when, you know, you're you're starting one game out of the other seven or eight. You know, it it hurts. It, you don't have as much game time out there. So, you know, a mistake, mistake here and there for Questenberry is kind of like, okay, it's his first game in a little while. It's okay if he works back into it. Um, but if you have trust in this offensive line and you believe that they are doing their best to make sure that Allen does not get hit, sacked, pressured, anything – you, you put Allen out there. I, I just feel like there's such a connection with them with Allen that's probably not there with Keenum. Because different single co- uh, play callers have different plays. You know, Keenum's plays are not all the same that Allen does. You know, the, the words are different. How he snaps the ball, how he, you know, how he tells people to run, you know, the certain play is going to be different. So I just think if Allen's healthy enough and you think he can throw on it perfectly fine, you scooch him out. You just say, do it until you tell us he can't. Now, with the rest of practice, Rousseau was not there. Jermaine Emmons did not practice. Jordan Poirier did not practice. Vaughn did not practice. Roger Saffold did not practice. And then Matt Milano and Dane Jackson were in red non-contact jerseys, but they did practice. And then Ike Bodiger is close to being back at some point. His 21-day open uh, to be brought back to start practicing isn't here yet uh, after tearing his ACL last season, but he was on the field doing some work with trainers. Um, So that is good to see. And then Trey White. He's perfectly fine. It looks like. Yeah. I I and hope they gave he plays game this off
0: week. last week too. I hope they I hope they let him play.
1: Like I I rather Trey White go against Justin Jefferson than Dane. No offense to Dane, but you have a number one corner on your in your locker room. You you gotta use him against one of the best wide receivers in the league.
0: Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that, Dan.
1: You you sent out your tweet now. Yeah, I did. I, I saw that now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, how about we take a break and then we'll get into the rest of the NFL news.
0: Yeah, for the next hour.
1: For uh, not the next hour, <laughs> not the next hour, Joe. That's a little long. Uh, but maybe the next thirty minutes. And if you want to call in and give us any thoughts on Bills, Sabers, NFL in general, anything else that's happening out in the sports world, uh. Call us at 716-878-5104, 716-878-5104. You've been listening to Blitz on 91.3 FM WBMY Buffalo, Buffalo's original alternative since 1982, brought to you by the Buffalo State Student Activity Feed. We'll be right back. Cousins comes out looking like Vanilla Ice cracking the chain on the team plane. Oh, my goodness. Kirk Cousins, is not come on, man. It's Iceman. And we got Vanilla Ice over there, <laughs> but we got Riff Raff over here in the Superdome. How about that? You like that? You, you like, like that? that? Oh, like my that? goodness.
2: Oh, my god. Who knew Adam Schefter oh, was hiding that. Chewbacca like on his chest? Do you, like Do, you that? That? Do, you Do you like that? Holy chest hair. Oh, That's the point. Okay, Do you like it? I like that. Okay, I like, I
1: like good. That. that. I'm just making sure you like it.
0: it sure. Oh, my oh.
1: gosh. We got to yeah. sign the triple alarm. Sound <laughs> the triple alarm. What is going on here? Hey. Welcome back to the Bloodside 91.3 FM. And that was Adam Scheffner doing his best Kirk Cousins shirtless impression on the Monday night preview show or pregame show. And, oh my God, I I can't believe a a man on national television would actually decide to do that. I, I mean, would you ever do that? And... If you did, how much money would you need to be paid?
0: Honestly, Adam Schefter is just Shifty Schefter. I'm not a big fan of him, but I mean, I think it's just he's trying to get his reputation back after some iffy things he's done over the past year and... What a way to do it, if you ask me. I mean, he's all over the internet now, he's everywhere. I-, I would do that,
2: honestly. He's always hopping on the trends. Like whatever's trendy, Schefter's doing it. Like he started doing the gritty once that was popular, and then this whole Kirk Cousins thing starts going crazy with him, you know, shirtless on the plane, rocking all his teammates ice, and then and then here you know and sure enough, here comes Adam Schefter out of the woodworks doing the same thing, you know, a couple days later. See, he's always hopping on the trends, but you know, I'm a wild man, so I would, uh, I, I would do that. If I were him, I would do it too. And you probably wouldn't even have to pay me. Honestly, you would not
1: even be paid.
2: Oh, yeah. Any what? chance I get to make an ass out of myself, especially on national television, you best believe I'm taking that. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, we have to acknowledge also the one liner there. I don't know who said it, but the who knew Adam Schefter was hiding Chewbacca on his chest. That's one of the slickest, just funniest one liners I've ever heard. So, whoever said that, props to you because that was hilarious.
1: Man, you guys are crazy.
2: Yeah, the commentary national was pretty TV. funny.
1: Well, yeah, of course it is. They were
0: like, whoa, 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 that was probably, I was dying. That was one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time. Even
1: RG3 was breaking character because he was the one doing that uh, RG3 was Iceman. Um, It was either Boger or RG3 who said that um, he's hiding Chewbacca. (laughs) But you guys are crazy. I I mean, I get it. If, If... Evan De was here. He would be like, "What's so weird about it?" I was a mascot for multiple years. Yes, I'm, I I am referencing him on his birthday and making fun of him on his birthday. Huh. Hey,
2: when he called in on Monday, I called him Evan Panther. That's right. That's <laughs> right.
1: That's true. So, man, you guys are crazy. I would never do that on national TV. Never. You would have to pay me what the Powerball is right now, which is like no, what one point six billion. Oh my billion. gosh! What? Yeah,
0: you wouldn't do that.
1: No, like I, I don't mind <laughs> like looking stupid on radio, like saying something stupid, like I said Giselle or Gazelle Giz- yesterday. Gazelle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I don't mind that if I mix up words here and there because I do that on a regular basis. It's not really, but I, I, I couldn't live with myself if I was like a living meme. For me, having my shirt off, doing the best Kirk Cousins impression. I
0: feel like Kirk Cousins is technically the meme, though. Like, I don't know if Adam Schefter's the meme.
2: Yeah, it's Cousins. It, it's dollar yeah.
1: store Kirk Cousins.
0: Yeah, but still, I feel like Kirk Cousins is going to go down, and that's going to be, like, his thing. You know what I mean? It's like Fitzpatrick wearing the track suit out to the... the Press conference, he was all iced out mm-hmm. and everything like that. Like, yeah, that's had like the
2: chest hair popping out. Yeah.
0: Like, everyone did that. Like, more quarterbacks or whoever, like, they made jokes about that and did that after. But you only remember Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I'm only going to remember Kirk Cousins because Adam Schefter is forgettable and, you know, he blasts out fake news for the NFL <laughs> all the time. I don't know. he's He just aggravates me. So I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent here. I'm going to calm down for a minute.
1: I could never do that. And the other reason for it, too. Is that when I was in scouts? You know, Tanner, you've mentioned it multiple times. Oh
2: yeah, that's right. One hundred thirty-five out of, of out of one hundred thirty-four merit badges. Ain't that right?
1: Uh close enough. Yeah, I, I I, it's been a while since <laughs> I've like talked about it, so the numbers is kind of loose in my head.
2: I all I know is that you have more merit badges than are currently in existence. Like, right, one, that is true. One you got, and then it went out of commission. That's that is all true. I know.
1: Yeah, but basically, what the scouts did was that during the summer, we would do a hot dog sale at uh, a value. Um, You know, one of the hardware stores. And for some reason, one year, there was a guy who brought a hot dog costume. And he did that whole year, but after he left... The guys who were there wanting me to get in the hot dog costume so bad. And I was just saying, no, I will never get in that thing. But they did. There's many pictures of guys I know who are in the hot dog suit. (laughs) I I would never do it in a million years, though. Be on the side of the road, like, trying to get people to buy, like, go and get hot dogs while being dressed as a hot dog. I would almost (laughs) be supporting cannibalism in that way. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, come eat my friends. I'm a hot dog, too. Um but, yeah, no, that, that kind of ruined the whole dressing up for me. That's why you got to pay me so much.
2: What, <laughs> so you just not participate in Halloween?
1: I haven't yeah. participated I in Halloween. I might be that for Halloween
2: like, next year, actually.
1: Y- y- you're now going to dress up as a hot dog? Yeah. Because of this story, Joe, for
0: Halloween? Either that or the iced-out Kirk Cousins. So, I mean.
1: you You guys are crazy.
0: I'll wear that. You know what we do? I, my podcast is on video now. I'll sit there next Halloween and I'll do a I'll do a bare chest, iced out Kirk Cousins impression for or Actually, I'll do an Adam Schefter impression for you.
1: Oh, so you're doing the impression of the impression? Exactly.
0: <laughs> yep. Impression of the impression.
1: Yeah. Great. Oh, uh, let's get back on normal topics here. I guess I, you know. Maybe. I don't know. this. That whole conversation screwed me up. Yeah,
0: I know. That just went off the rails a little bit. There. I know.
1: I know. Because I really didn't expect to tell that story, but here we are. So let's get into the last game of week nine, which was the Ravens versus the New Orleans Saints. And of course, I was wrong picking the Saints. Um, I
0: think I picked the Saints as well.
1: Yeah, no. I I really didn't think Baltimore. I I thought Baltimore was going to choke again. I really did. I thought there was a good chance of it. And they decided, "No, we're going to run the ball so then we don't have time to choke." You know, we'll we'll do that next week. Or no, they can't even do it this week. They're on bye. They can choke their bye away. They <laughs> could. How do you choke your bye away? That is a good question. <laughs> But basically, know. Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake, right? Yeah. Kenyon Drake, yep. Kenyon Drake. You know, after I said Giselle wrong, I've been questioning all my names. Like, are these well, the correct Well, and... a gazelle
0: is an animal within the African wildlife Yes, thank you, Joe.
1: So... I've been told that by my father. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Joe.
0: I think I said it to you like a month ago when yeah, the divorce you... first started happening. You
1: probably did, and I, I still said it back then. <laughs> You know, it's just there. Uh, Lamar Jackson decided to have one of his worst games of the season: twelve for twenty-two, with one hundred and thirty-three yards and a touchdown, while only while doing eleven carries for eighty-two yards. When Kenyon Drake decided to go, oh yeah, I'm a running back, do twenty-four carries for ninety-three yards and two touchdowns.
0: Oh boy, we have NFL breaking news, fellas. What yeah, NFL breaking news? Did you do you see what I'm? Or did you say yeah, Tanner? Uh, or do you know what I'm talking about? I, no. Have, I so have no clue right Adam now. Schefter has tweeted out Josh McDaniels is out as the head coach of the L- Las Vegas Raiders. You're kidding. Yeah, I saw
2: that tweet. It's yeah. fake.
0: It's fake? Yes. What? Pierre Kingpin from Fanatics just tweeted out, it has started, oh boy, and it's very. Oh my
1: God, we're having a debacle It's here. verified, is it real, I, guess? Or I Is it don't is know. is it fake? Is the... it, it has to be. No, it, it, it's fake. I'm I pretty sure it.
2: that's fake. I already saw the tweet, and then if you if you dig into it, you go. Um Click on the account, it, and it says right in the bio oh, that it's Adam a or parody not. account, and he's
0: verified. <laughs> How is he
2: verified? Come on, Elon Musk, what are you doing? He's
0: got seventy-six followers. Like what? He's verified he's with got seventy-six seven tweets followers? and seventy-six followers. He's verified. Like what? How is this possible? Ah,
2: uh, Joe, you just got duped.
0: <laughs> I did. Joe
2: really
1: got ripped. You look rolled. for the blue
0: check mark with that kind of a thing, you know. Yep. And then there it is. But it's just not. Like, well, I don't, well I don't... they now
1: have the blue check mark on Twitter, but then they also have like an official thing now that appears below the name.
0: But here's just my question: To be verified, you have to have a following. What is 78 followers? And it's growing. It's grown in the past two seconds. It went from 76 to 78.
2: And it's at 83 for me. All right, hang on, hang on. We got to refresh. Oh,
1: it's uh, there's not. You're now. You guys are now complaining about this fake is <laughs> yep, like This it's guy, at 83. Th-
0: I am not Adam Schefter. This is a parody
2: account. He who, had to put it out there. <laughs> whoever's running this account's going crazy. There's one yeah. Henry Ruggs is being worked out by the New England Patriots. Oh, Odell God? Beckham yeah. Jr. signing with the Cowboys on a four-year, $100 million deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Miles Brandt
0: has been waived by the New England Patriots per source. And then he said, "Hey, what's up,
2: Olivia Rodrigo?" Like what? I would yeah. tweet that too. I'm yeah. gonna re- I'm gonna retweet that. I mess with Olivia Rodrigo. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I I hey. meant like her music. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. we did, oh, oh, like, oh, like, like, we did, I, I didn't get it. Like it. sour, Sour's is a good album. It's been in my rotation fairly frequently ever since it dropped. That's what I meant by that. So I'm gonna retweet what's your favorite that song? one because. I- off sour, um, oh I mean, it's easy to say like "Good for You" or or um, overplayed. When did we become a pop culture? It's, either, it's easy to say like "Deja Vu" or good for you because those are like the 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 top songs. Like I like the pop punk sound on "Good for You," but if I was gonna go like deep cut, I would say "Brutal" or like probably je- "Jealousy." Jealousy. See, I like "Driver's License" when
0: that came right, out. I yeah. was like, "That's a classic," mm-hmm. right? Trader, I like a lot. Yep, there you go. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Dan, do you have a favorite?
2: Uh, do you even, do I, I do you even not know listen. who Olivia Rodrigo I, is? No,
0: I do.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> geez. Just because I'm bad with names does not mean I don't know pop culture, or that I haven't watched The Christmas Story, which I have been told. Many times. I cannot believe you have how... not
0: seen the Christmas story.
1: I'm leaving.
2: All right, Dan. Here's, here's... The Red Rider BB gun, Dan. Come on. <laughs> All right, Dan. <laughs> Dan, you have some homework to do not even related to school. Order order of business number one is you need to listen to Olivia Rodrigo's Sour and then immediately fo- follow. that. Why am that, I being harassed you need for this? To watch, we're a sports show. We're to, not a pop culture show. You need show. to watch a Christmas story. All right, anyways. Why are go- we,
1: we're not a pop culture show. I don't remember the last time we. Well, that doesn't mean ourselves. we can't
0: talk about it. Listen, if it's that easy to get verified and just fool people on Twitter, I'm going to just start doing it. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm Rappaport. You know what I mean? I'm just going to go out there and do it. Like <laughs> you
1: rapaport not just start saying, Joe Kelly,
0: spewing NFL satire with his name on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, though, that tweet from Schefter, not a, it's not necessarily like fake news from him. Could very well be him. So I mean, like,
2: it's just, <laughs> Joe, I'm is. not going to fault you entirely because I almost fell for it. Like, it looked real. It had the same profile picture as Schefter does. That's stupid. Yeah, like, and the... you can see like part of the at, but it, you can see like the at Adam Schefter, but you couldn't see the not after it. So you know what? I'm not. I'm not totally. Uh, faulting you for falling for that one because I mean it looked legit and looking at it at first glance, obviously, you know you take it at face value. But yep, you got got. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, I'm gonna submit a verified application. If I, if, <laughs> you
0: know, 75 followers. He, he probably had none before he started posting. Yeah, that, probably. You know?
1: You're, are you gonna start following him now? No, no. <laughs> you don't want your fake news because then this will happen probably. That's all you get. You get yeah. rick-rolled. rickrolled. Yeah, you get rickrolled. Yeah, I can't play more of that or else I may get in trouble. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. The, <laughs> I don't know the limits on top it, forty music. Is it is it top forty? I,
2: I would imagine. Just you don't like think
1: Rick Ashley went top forty? No, would never gonna give you up.
0: I'm just saying. I I thought it meant it had to be like top forty now. No,
1: like any time. Well, period. honestly,
0: you know what? It might be top forty now because Young Gravy's "Betty" is that oh, song. Oh yeah, sample. It's, yeah, it's yep. that sample. So Dan, Dan just played "Betty." The FCC is coming for you. Uh,
2: he's running out of the studio.
1: <laughs> FBI, yeah. open up. I'm going into hiding. You will never see me again. Double D is off the air. (laughs) Bye-bye.
2: We got to get him into the... uh... Oh, man. Well, (laughs) so long. It was nice knowing you. Yeah. (laughs) No, the FCC's a knocking. Well, let's just make clear that Josh McDaniels is still the head coach of the Vegas. Yeah,
0: it should be, but he is still. Yes.
1: Well, he gets an easy win this Sunday.
0: Oh, we. I I
1: know this is already going. He had an easy win against the
0: Jags, and he blew that. So I don't know if you can say...
1: Oh come on! You're telling me he won't be Jeff Saturday because I have a clip,
2: Joe. We I don't from know Jim
1: Irsay we... that says why they're gonna lose.
2: Oh, you're gonna play it now because I was gonna say, Joe. I don't know if you heard this on Monday, but the Raiders have now had three games this year where they've led by at least 17 and lost. That's tied for the most such losses in a single season in NFL history, and they still have nine games left to play, and that's also more than the rest of the NFL combined this season. The rest of the NFL has two of those losses. Jeez, I mean, they're like a way worse Baltimore Ravens losing in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, and Josh McDaniels said, like, we have to figure out how to play uh, after the game. He said, we have to figure out how to play a full four-quarter game, like, you're a veteran team. All your good players are veterans, like Derek Carr, Devonte Adams, Darren Waller, uh, Chandler Jones. Like you shouldn't have. To, that's not something you should have to learn.
1: Yeah, here's the clip from Jim Irsay about Jim Saturday.
2: I wanted a winning
1: coach, a winning playoff coach, a winning coach that was proven to come in with our franchise. Now I'm glad he doesn't have any NFL experience. I'm glad he hasn't learned the fear that's in this league. That's Because it's tough for all our coaches. They're afraid. They go to analytics, and it gets difficult. I mean, he doesn't have all that. He doesn't have that, that fear, and there was no other candidate. We were fortunate that he was available. Um, how Fortunate? Crazy yeah, how, how crazy is that <laughs> to say that, oh, yeah, I'm really gra- glad he doesn't have experience.
2: Really yeah, have I wish everybody hired like that. I'd be the CEO of of freaking yeah, Amazon am- tomorrow yeah. if, if, if that was the case.
0: Yeah, Roger Goodell, step aside. I've got no experience running a multinational, you know, billion-dollar football league, you know, multinational now because they play in London. But I have I mean, no
2: experience, therefore I have no fear. Exactly. But...
0: uh, uh I feel bad for Frank Reich. I really do. I mean, looking back on it, the the, the guy should come sign on uh, at Buffalo. So he gets his Super Bowl ring f- with a bills logo on it this season.
2: Oh, I'm sure he'll be, uh, he'll be an offensive coordinator or a quarterback's coach somewhere. And then he'll be able to work his way back up. Kind of like, you know, Joe Brady's doing for us right now. Like, yeah, he had, you know, the stint that didn't work out as the Panthers OC. So now he comes over here as a quarterback coach Dorsey's probably going to get poached by somebody else event- eventually. So then Joe Brady will be our offensive coordinator. Coordinator, and then brady will get his shot as a head coach i mean we've seen it a hundred times and right i'm sure that's going to happen to frank right
0: even todd bulls look at him now Coached mm-hmm. a failing jets team failing browns team and now he's the coach of a failing tampa bay team that's so right. you know he's got a nice track record if you ask me fail 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 and honestly i think the only reason tampa Bay's down bad this season one brady's head wasn't in it right divorce you know that'll do that to you and uh
1: with the gazelle,
0: with 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 the gazelle, uh, um, and now now you have Todd Bowles, who is one of the statistically worst coaches you could have picked in the NFL. Right? Let's let's, let's just talk win wise here. Right? You said earlier they had one good. He had one good season with the Jets. Yeah,
1: ten and six.
0: Ten and six. That's the best record he's gotten out of a team. Yeah, after he's that coached. he's been horrible. You have got to be kidding me! But he's honestly <laughs> he's probably, Bruce's like, friend. Like, like you've got you like. What What is attractive to him about, like, head coach is my question. Like, because honestly, I'd rather have Tom Brady be running that team than Todd Bowles. Like, come on. Like, what are we doing here? like,
2: Oh, I'm sure Tom does run the team. Him and Byron Leftwich run the team. It's just, for whatever reason, they didn't want to make Lefwitch the head coach. But to- there's nothing that happens there that Tom Brady doesn't sign off on, I'd be willing to bet.
1: I mean, he's, he's the one who wants Bruce gone probably because Bruce is so – He's an angry old man. See, I don't you know, know about
0: that. I think Bruce wanted to leave because he had a heart condition last year at one of the games. I mean, him and Andy Reid both, you know, they he, he had that pacemaker on the outside. He was getting his heart rate read the entire game one time because he was about to go into cardiac arrest. Like, I think it was just time for him to hang it up. I don't – everyone always j- jumps like, oh, Brady didn't want him around, you know, that kind of a thing. Like – I don't know. I don't know if that's true. They had a pretty good relationship from what I knew. Like, they were fine with each other. Like, there was no issue. They won a Super Bowl together. They were a good team, like, good coach, player dynamic. And Brady, you know, put a lot of his wisdom down into that team, and I think that's what got him there. I don't mean to be hyping Tom Brady. I mean, there's just no question about it at this point. Todd Bowles is not that guy. He's not the same as Bruce.
1: I mean, the thing is, is that if Bruce doesn't miss coaching – Why did he find his way down to the field one time? And And then told Mike Evans to go
0: protect Tom Brady and get a Yeah, exactly.
1: So there is some question, you know, did he actually want to go? Just Saturday, you know, about this whole debacle with him being interim head coach, he said that Jim Irsay called him during the Colts' loss, and he is adamant that they did not discuss taking the job while in Indy for a week eight ring of honor ceremony. Hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, I, I don't know if they're trying to downplay it or what they're trying to do. I, I, because I think that with Ursay's decision being so out of left field. Yeah. It's just out of pocket. Yeah. And, and you know, you had two capable coaches or former coaches on your, your team. It's like, why didn't you pick like John Fox? John Fox was a uh, very successful. I
0: think we're going to see Leslie Frazier get poached this season. Yeah, I think that because this defense has been pretty locked down and Mm -hmm. it's been years in a row now where they've been like this and you're either going to see him go to Carolina or now the Colts, I believe, or like Carolina would be good because they already have a pretty good defense. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just need offensive work, but they want that strong defensive minded coach. That's Leslie Frazier. Mm -hmm. So I think this is his last year as the bills defensive coordinator. Yep. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. because he's fantastic.
1: Now, do you think with, because of this hiring of Jeff Saturday to the coach, Colt. Sorry. And what a um, reason
0: they gave for that, by the way. Yeah, he had no great experience, reason. so we're gonna just you Yeah, know, we're just gonna do it. He's got none of that, so we like him.
1: Well what? you know, the Houston Texans have been getting clowned on for <laughs> interviewing or having in their final discussion for head coach Josh McCown. And he's only coached high school. <laughs> I, I I mean, do you think because the Colts made this such out of left field decision? That if Houston fired Lovey Smith by the end of the year and hired Josh McCown, do you think we'll just all accept it because of how weird the Colts did theirs?
2: No, no. because that's, no, that's an outlier. That's yeah. not the that's not the precedent. That's not what usually happens. That's no. just the especially Colts, with the high
0: the, school sports.
2: The Colts are so down bad as an organization. I mean, they've been soul searching. Well, so they've been soul searching ever since Andrew Luck retired and that's just that's not what normally happens so that should not be normalized we should not normalize hiring coaches that have no experience outside of coaching high school for like three years like that's just
1: well I mean you could argue that Josh McCown has a pretty good rep for being a quarterback in the league so long I mean Jeff Saturday was only a center I I,
2: I mean he would be well, a perfect not to say that he doesn't know football though yeah true okay I mean also I,
1: I I would like to see Josh McCown be the coach. Honestly. I would love to see how that works in Houston.
0: I think what you're missing in Houston though, it's not like Carolina or it's not like uh the Colts because it's like
1: Well I I Houston would honestly better that team. they have a worse situation than the Colts. You think? Oh, come on. The Colts at least have Matt Ryan in their back pocket. They Matt have Ryan Johnson is Taylor. washed
0: up. He hasn't been good since he lost a 25-point.
1: Ursay's just impatient. They wouldn't let Matt Ryan go out there again after he lost the one time. It's not like Ellinger's doing any better. I right. think the
2: Texans are in a better spot than that's the Colts. What I, that's really? what I would say. Wow. Yeah, Because they, they, really, they really only need a quarterback. They have this, old, they have no. this whole gambit of draft picks that yeah. they got from the Deshaun Watson trade. Um, you know they're gonna they're gonna have cap space you know they're not paying a ton of like veteran players outside of who Brandon Cooks? They're not really paying anybody on defense. Yeah. No so. more J.J. Jerry Watt. Hughes. I mean, yeah. draft. J- Jerry well, Hughes is actually playing pretty well, though. Yeah, he's going to be out the door whether yeah. he retires or contract expires in the near future. So right. that's not a foundational piece. But they're not they're not paying anyone, so they're going to have a ton of cap space. They have draft picks. Those are the two elements of a rebuild, right there. Cap space and draft picks. So they're in a much better position than the Colts are. I mean, you're paying Matt Ryan all this money. You have the highest paid offensive line in the NFL at $41.5 million, but they've been a disaster this year. You know, the defense, you're paying some high-profile guys like DeForest Buckner, you're paying Shaq Leonard, so the, and they haven't been able to draft particularly well. I mean, outside of, you know, Jonathan Taylor, as of late, what good draft picks have they made? They haven't been able to replenish talent through the draft. So no. That's why I would argue that the Texans are in a better position than the Colts moving forward. I would
0: definitely agree with that, Tanner. That's where my head's at. I think the Colts are going to need some serious help and I don't think uh what is his name Sam what Ellinger Sam Sam Ellinger I think you need to build a system around him he's a mobile quarterback I mean it's just like you said they can't draft anything to save their lives so I mean it's just and what Jeff Saturday yeah that's the answer no no coaching experience let's toss him in there and see how he does I mean honestly though I think everyone wants to have the luck Vegas did last year with their, oh, with th- Rich Basaccia Rich yep. Basaccia should be a head coach somewhere in the NFL. Mm-hmm. he has the possibility to be taken as one as well, because look at as soon as you take him out of the picture the the Raiders are the same team, but with Devontae Adams and they're, they're, a they're bad they're yeah. disaster because Josh mcDaniels can 't do anything to save his life. You, if you had Rich Basaccio right now, the Raiders would be in a completely different spot, and they he rallied that team around him in times of controversy and had a decent game plan for the entire season. And he he should be a head coach somewhere. Leslie Frazier is going to be a head coach somewhere. And I think we're going to see him go to these struggling
1: teams in the Colts, Panthers and Texans even. Well, Joe, you know, you tried breaking breaking news. You, you tried. Good try. Now
0: there is breaking. Now news. there is
1: breaking news. Of course, uh, oh, it's actually real? been confirmed by the real Adam Scheffner.
0: That that Rams him?
1: quarterback Matthew Stafford oh, is yeah. in concussion protocol per head coach Sean McVay. Who is their uh John Walford. Oh <laughs> John Walford did win a playoff game.
0: Yeah. Super do Bowl... not
1: do Super not Super Bowl champions, guys. Woo! Super Bowl
0: champs. Look at that. Can you believe it? That that team won the Super Bowl last year, right. beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. you know, Beat the Bengals. That... And the Bengals were even in the playoffs in the Super Bowl last year like look at that like what are we talking about here Joe Mixon's been their best offensive piece this year last game 55 fantasy points from him like come yeah, on. five
1: touchdowns
0: yeah like what 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 happened they both have Super Bowl hangovers that last an entire two seasons I bet like that And McVay not trading for anyone and keeping Cam Akers is probably one of the stupidest things I've ever seen
1: what do you think Dan I think that you know it, I, I think Stafford is a good move when he's healthy. Um, do
0: you think he brought that Detroit I, luck with him, but it took a year no, to No, ma- I manifest? I just think
1: that elbow injury really took his accuracy away from him and how his arm motion goes. Because, I mean, we've seen Stafford made, make amazing plays. I mean, in Detroit, he was known for the weird sidearm, you know, that he would just randomly do in the red zone for a touchdown. So I think that Stafford is not fully healthy. His offensive line is horrible because Andrew Whitworth retired. Uh and they did nothing to really address it because their their really best option for addressing it was looking at the Patriots, draft Cole Strange, in the first round and saying, Ha, we could we thought like getting him in like the second or third, you know or whatever they said they were thinking of drafting strange.
2: I don't think it's, uh, it's all on Stafford. I mean, you look at the Rams. They have one of the worst rushing offenses in the NFL. They're in the bottom 10 in terms of rushing yards this season with 1,683, um, 10 touchdowns. Rushing on the ground is also in the uh, the bottom ten, actually the bottom five of the league. So he doesn't have a running game to lean on. The offensive line has gotten significantly worse. You lost your bookend tackle in Andrew Whitworth to retirement. You lost Austin Corbett, who was good on the interior to Carolina. Um, and even the defense took a hit. You know, they still have the big names with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. But you lost Vaughn Miller. Sure, you bring in Bobby Wagner, but generally, you know, off ball, inside linebackers are not as impactful as, you know, edge rushers like Von Miller. So, you know, they've just, the team has declined around him. He, you know, Van Jefferson, who is their deep threat, their field stretcher uh, missed, you know, a big first chunk of the season. So I don't think, you know, this all falls on Stafford and you mentioned the elbow injury, maybe that plays into it as well, but uh, it's not totally on him. The reason for the Rams downfall this year,
1: you know, before we take a break, I I almost had breaking news again. Oh my gosh! I almost I almost. There was a tweet made by a fake Connor McDavid <laughs> saying he was traded to the New York Islanders. It's not true. Yeah, it's should've. a parody.
0: What is going on with Twitter today? With all these fake accounts? Why
1: why why, why is the verified system so screwed up? Because, because now you Connor can pay McDavid- eight dollars a month for it.
0: That's what, that's what people are
1: doing. The system is so bad. He's verified with 72 followers. Yeah, exactly. Hey,
2: Elon Musk, man, he came in, and now the whole thing is just flipped upside down. He, he, that's even, we, going wild. he even
1: retweeted the Adam Schefter tweet you tried to break. Did he actually? Yeah,
0: he has they're, it's probably the same dude, Dan. Probably the same
2: guy. He's just running eight different accounts. Dan. How I many will, accounts does one guy need? Dan, I, I will say, though, however, that one should be a little easier to spot than the Adam Schefter one was because normally players never break the news that yeah. they've been traded. That's always like an insider or the organization. Like Players hardly ever break the news of them being traded. True, but I could
1: feel like since McDavid had such like a um... – you know, he's had such a great time in Edmonton. I mean, remember, first overall pick, you know, I wish he came to Buffalo. But, um, I, I mean, he's a great player. He's, like, the number one player in the league. He's the number one center for sure. And, you know, I, I could see that he asked the Oilers organization, like, if you did, you know, send me somewhere else, let me break it. Let me do it you know <laughs> I, I I get it, yeah, there's like that speculation thing of like you know they don't do that normally, but when you have like a generational talent, Connor Mcdavid, it's like he he does what he wants, you know i
2: I saw I, I
1: just had enough of these parody tw- I, 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 this I, is going to start be- becoming the how much I hate Elon Musk buying Twitter show, because oh my God, everything's this is just changing. so bad, yeah, this is just so bad. I, I can't trust anything anymore. It's like now I actually have to click on the account and be like, okay, is it real or not? Because I, I was even trying, like Tanner, I think you saw me. I was like staring at my computer like yeah, really I saw close. You. Like-, like I was trying to figure it out, like if I could just tell by what. And you can't. The only thing that has it in his username or his at is a little underscore. And that's it. That that's the only thing that's different. It's just I I've had enough. I I want to hang it up. I want to call it a day. This there, this is just messing with my mind now. You know, <sighs> Elon's got to get this down, man.
0: I think it's I honestly, I had enough
1: of this, and it's only day one.
0: A lot of the governors too. I'm realizing, like people running, like Zeldin, Hokel. There are fake accounts out there of them with the verified checkmark oh, as well. Oh, now that's scary. Yeah, like that's that yeah. could be that could get very bad. So there's gonna have to be.
1: Like I hate how you can buy it though. It's like I can understand why you would buy it if you're actually well. The if it's person. like
0: if it's like us, right? Like trying to get noticed, right? See, people see a verified checkmark, they're gonna click on your profile. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because
1: that's like oh, you actually have some background that understands. Well, you know.
2: You know what the thing is now if you can pay for it, then I mean, what's even the purpose? Then if you're just throwing out verified badges, a dime a dozen, then it loses, you know, that importance. Like, oh, anybody can go get verified if they just, you know, toss eight dollars a month. So it just it defeats the whole purpose even of having it to begin with.
0: Yeah. Now here's my question. Does Meta Facebook, quote unquote, own they own Instagram, right? Alongside Yeah. Just, do they own do they have
1: anything tied along with Twitter? Not no. that I I don't Twitter's think. Twitter's so. a different Entity.
0: Uh, I see. Yeah, Zuckerberg and Elon Musk take over the social media landscape.
1: Why 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 have we become Twitter is I, I can't believe it to to say this. I, I may just get rid of Twitter if it just keeps happening.
2: I've contemplated know. getting rid of social media for I, I, ages I know. Now, it's just but... like I've had enough now. I, I just... it's, it's ruined my day. I
0: just figured out how you get the verified thing. Hmm. If you subscribe to Twitter blue. Starting November 9th, 2022, today, so today, you can get the blue check mark next to your name. That's,
1: mm. it, that's why they have like that official thing yes. underneath people's names now. Right. That is now, so stupid.
0: It says now the blue check mark may mean two different things either that an account was verified under the previous verification criteria, active, notable, and authentic, or that the account has an active subscription to Twitter's new Twitter Blue subscription. Why
1: wouldn't you make it a different color? It's- why wouldn't you... Like, I get it. Twitter is blue, and I know that's why we all, like, recognize it You should make it, it white as. with
0: a blue check mark
1: Right. Do something different that, like, differentiates, like, the old system from the new system, or else it's really going to make everything screwed up. I and gotta, I feel like it's already happening. I'm actually
0: search a verified person now and This see is what stupid. It looks
1: like. I, I, I'm going to take we a break. We went on a Twitter and, rant
0: show. Look at that. Uh, yeah,
1: I know. I'm going to go... We're going to take a break, and I'm going to yell into the couches out in the checkerboard lounge. I... I I, I just can't believe I almost got baited like you, Joe. I just can't. Uh, but we're gonna take a quick break. You know, we'll we'll get back to the Monday night game. Look forward to the Thursday night game tomorrow. Um, I do want to talk just a little bit of outside hockey, like Ryan Reynolds trying to build or trying to buy the Ottawa Senators and Evander Keen after a scary injury last night, but. Yeah, keep listening to Blitz while we figure out who's real or not anymore. Welcome back to the Blitz on 91.3 FM. And we are still ranting about how Twitter is stupid. Uh, <laughs> we, we just can't stop. We're a sports show, and we just can't stop. But we're we're gonna move back into the world of sports, starting with our Thursday night football preview between the Atlanta Falcons and the all blacked out Carolina Panthers. Now, I I don't think there's really much to say about this game. I mean, this is no this there's actually a good chance if. Atlanta wins this game. They get maybe a little bit of a lead over Tampa Bay again. I mean, if they go five and five, they're they're technically better than the Bucks for a little bit. You know, for a game or like what, three days.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, you know, uh, what what are your score predictions for Thursday?
2: Who wins? Score? I'm gonna say twenty seven to twenty four. Drum roll. Uh, Carolina. twenty-seven, twenty-four, Carolina because I felt so bad for them, man. They should have won that game that they played where P.J. Walker made the throw of the year, you know, rolling left late in the fourth quarter, throws it about 69 yards down the field and drops an absolute dime to D.J. Moore, and then he takes his helmet off like a buffoon and... You know, they missed the extra point, you get to overtime, you miss another kick, and then the Falcons finally come through. So I felt so bad for them, man. I wanted to see them win that game so bad. Like, P.J. Walker played his guts out, and then, uh, of course, he... He completely fell apart the next week against Cincinnati. He had more passing attempts than passing yards by the time he got benched for Baker Mayfield. But apparently they're sticking with P.J. Walker for this game. So I hope he goes out there and he's able to replicate the magic that they had in that game where they almost pulled out the victory. Except this time, I think they come through and they take the W. All right.
1: Joe, you you gave up on the drum roll and started. I I saw you just stop doing this. You know the the regular drum roll, and then you just went to claps. <laughs>
0: yeah, like
1: I I don't what what went wrong there, Joe. It was quicker. It was quicker. And it's
0: louder in the mic. Yeah,
1: true. You know what I mean. All right, what what's your score prediction, and do you want a drum roll?
0: Seventeen fourteen, drum roll. Atlanta Falcons. They've over overproduced this season, uh, in my opinion. I think Marcus Mariota. Love DJ Moore. Love the underdog story there. Baker Mayfield's playing D lineman in practice for him. Um, you know, it's very, it's 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 a very inspiring story. But I think Marcus Mariota takes the cake. Remember the Titans. But he's on the Atlanta Falcons now. So I'm uh, I'm going with Mariota and the Falcons. Seventeen to fourteen.
1: Uh, it, it it really is a hard game. But I'm going go to go 21-17. to
2: Oh, yeah.
1: come on. My hand started to hurt. I didn't want to do it no more.
0: Is this a never-ending drum roll? <laughs> on. What is happening here?
1: I, I don't ever want to end, Joe. It's the Atlanta Falcons for me. I, I just can't see Carolina winning. In my mind, with all their QB problems, with PJ Walker, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold now coming back, I mean, they're they're gonna start playing like hacky sack in between each other. Which one gets the football? Come on, I I I, I gotta take Atlanta here.
2: Dan, just if I could offer a suggestion on your drum roll, maybe your hands wouldn't hurt so bad. I mean, you were smacking the desk so hard you made the computer over here wake up that's next <laughs> to us that we don't even use. He was banging the desk so hard he woke the computer well, up. Well, so he maybe he didn't bang the desk well, so hard your hands wouldn't hurt. Well,
1: I, I, I mean, he said that it, did, like, it, it wasn't loud enough for the mic. So I wanted to prove to Joe that it was loud enough for the mic.
0: But without injuring yourself.
1: Correct.
2: You injured yourself.
1: I, I mean, my hands still work pretty fine.
2: It hurt in the moment, though, Dan. It hurt in the moment. Yeah, though, it yeah. The moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I'm hurt. Su- Dan, I'm surprised you didn't do. Yeah, my hands work pretty fine, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hands work pretty fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: the flying God. bird from Tanner Saunders. Oh, there's been... There, there, yeah, we've been doing that all day. been so many birds flying
2: in here, you think we're in the Amazon rainforest, just... <laughs> Birds everywhere, and I'm not talking the animals. You know, you can imagine young twenty-something, uh, young twenty-something men. You can imagine the birds that we're referring to.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if my dad's gonna like like hearing about that. Yeah, what what are all these birds doing in your studio? No, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, here the Bills PR on Twitter. That's actually verified for. Good reasons, uh, not because they bought a. Choice I'm looking checkmark.
0: into that right now. You know, like yeah, just to I know.
1: See. <laughs> you you've become our like Twitter warrior here, Joe. You're you're becoming like Rachel Bush. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Next comparison, Joe to Rachel Bush. But Josh Allen did not practice with his elbow injury. Of course, Spencer Brown was limited with his ankle. Tremaine Emmons was out with his groin slash heel. Kyler Elam was limited with an ankle. Dane Jackson was limited with his neck. Oh, not a neck. Um, Cam Lewis was full with his forearm. I don't even know why he's still on the injury report because he's been, like, full for the past two weeks. Uh, Matt Milano was limited with <laughs> his, uh, excuse me, oblique. Um, Von Miller did not practice with vet rest. Mitch Morse did. Half vet rest, half elbow, limited, you know, yeah. did half the practice. Uh, Jordan Poyer did not practice with his elbow. David Questenberry David was limited with a groin injury. Greg Rousseau did not practice with his ankle. And Saffold, Roger Saffold, did not practice with vet rest slash back because he did so much lifting from the team on Sunday. In my very sarcastic voice. Um, I I mean that's what the most lengthy one since the Miami game.
2: Oh my gosh, I know, right? Remember, you remember how uh, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about? Oh, look, it's nice to see you know the Bills with a with a light injury report. Well, boy, that that's, uh, that's no thick. longer a thing anymore. Yeah, it's back. Uh, it is. We we are back to having a big body injury report. I mean, it's just. You know, we had been blessed the past couple of years, you know, for the past couple of years, while the team has, you know, been ascending and ascending, we've been blessed that, you know, we haven't seen players suffer any like long term serious injuries like season enders and even just getting nicked up like our guy stayed relatively healthy. But this season, the the. The NFL gods have just completely shifted against us, and we're just getting banged up, nicked up, you know, week in and week out. Not like, not to say that every other team in the NFL isn't dealing with that, but as Bills fans, I feel like this is unfamiliar territory for us because, you know, we've been blessed to have our team in good health for the past three, four years or so. So now to see, you know, these injuries all piling up, it's like, well, this is this hasn't happened before, you know, at least within recent memory.
0: No, I, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, it's just kind of, you know, like you said, it's, was not exciting. It's big. It, it's big. It's it big. big. It big. It big. I don't really have much more to say than that. I mean. I, New so, quote, it big. It big. It big. <laughs> too big.
1: It too big, thick. it Too big.
0: It's thick. <laughs> oh, yeah yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you were living under a rock yesterday and, you know, you were watching, you were too focused on the Sabres losing to the Arizona Coyotes. You might not have heard that former Sabre Evander Kane got cut by a skate right by his wrist, I believe. It it was on his arm. Uh, it, it, It was a very graphic video because right as he started skating to the bench, whole pool of blood. Just there.
2: No, I saw the video and I missed that. I didn't even oh, oh, I didn't yeah. see the if pool you of see, blood.
1: If you see him raise, he starts getting up. There's just a whole puddle. Oh gosh. Yeah, but um it's been announced today by the Edmonton Oilers that he's placed on long term IR and is expected to miss three to four months. Mm. I I mean, I may hate Evander Kane as a person, like mm-hmm. what he does. But you never want to see a guy get Cut and now, you know, out three to four months when he's still a really good player.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's... uh that's terrible to see you know a ghastly injury like that obviously you don't wish that on anybody Uh, you know more about Evander Kane's personal dealings than I do I believe I remember one time on this show you you, one thing you called him I won't repeat it but not a a Evander Kane guy but you don't have to be in this situation just to see something like that I mean it's terrible and you wish him the best and hopefully he can heal up and get back on the ice because you know he's a tremendous player and you'd rather see him on the ice than off but just all all you can Say for now is that you're glad he's okay and that uh, he made it out of that relatively unscathed because that could have been could have been a lot worse.
0: Yeah, no, you don't like to see anyone get hurt, especially like that. I mean, especially a sharp blade going into someone in the middle of a game like that's just not cool. Uh, I wish him the best and I hope he recovers very quickly. I mean, that honestly, playing hockey as a kid, that's something I feared and I really, actually, I was searching it up. Um. I just I I feel really bad for him. I, I hope he gets better. Yep, yep. I see the pool of blood.
1: I see the pool. Of <laughs> blood. The pool of blood is yeah, down, the down there on yeah. yeah,
0: so uh, yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Um, especially on the wrist. It's a pretty yeah, rough spot. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, so that's that's bad. But um, I don't know. I, I I think I from what it sounds like. Best wishes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best wishes. Like I hope he feels better. But
1: now there is one more thing, Joe that we haven't talked about in a little bit. And I'll, I'll, I'll play the clip and let it speak for itself no matter how how horrible it is to hear.
2: And a lot of cell phones out to capture the moment. <laughs> Castellanos... There goes the runner, fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker, this time they finish the job. The Houston Astros, world
1: champions. It's one of the worst things to hear, Joe. I I know we both spoke our opinions on the show a little while ago saying that we hope the worst for the Astros.
2: Wait, hold on a second. Before you guys start spilling here, I heard Castellanos. Was that the Nick Castellanos? The Nick
1: Castellanos that always hits a home run after a bad times. thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that dude, that guy's a legend. He is. He <laughs>
1: is. Um, because, yeah, no. me. I, I wore Yankee stuff yesterday. You know, the, the sweatshirt and the hat. And I even felt wrong wearing it. Because I was like, Houston won the World Series, and I'm just not happy about it. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, it makes me sick, quite literally. I have to cough off the mic so I don't break people's ears. Um, What are you showing me, Joe? Look at next to my name. Joe, I... did you get a check mark? <laughs> Joe kidding? bought a check mark. <laughs> no Joe way. is now a credible source <laughs> on Twitter. No way. He bought a check mark.
0: A- Eight dollars for one month. I'm gonna try it out and see if it actually makes a difference here.
1: Bro, if you gain like a thousand people yeah, their podcast, then, yeah. oh I'm next. Uh but, but, what are your thoughts about <laughs> the Astros winning the World Series?
0: Uh, I hate the Astros. that's simply put I, I did not want them to win. I was hoping Philly won again because the Eagles are not winning the Super Bowl, so it'd be nice for Philly to have a championship. You know what I mean so um, and their soccer team lost too am I am I wrong? Yeah,
1: the Philadelphia Union yes. they lost by penalties in the MLS finals to the. LAFC, I believe that's Los Angeles Football Club.
2: Uh, Ah.
1: Which is even worse. You lost on penalties.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's actually, I saw a stat for that day. It's the first time a a city has ever lost two championships on the same day. Wow. First time.
0: Oh, to be an Eagles fan or a Philly fan in general, I feel bad. feel bad. I mean, the Bills fans know how it is. You know what I mean? So...
1: Well, I mean, really, we—I—I I, I mean, we—we we know the feeling of losing. <laughs> we don't need need to know the feeling of losing two in one day. I—I <laughs> I don't think any of us want to feel that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I—I I don't even know. I—I just—I wish the Yankees could have beaten them, but at least the team that beat the Yankees is the one who won it all. So I—I I guess you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. I always look at it like that. Like if the Bills. The Chiefs beat the Bills, and the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. We played the best team and lost. You know what I mean? Like that kind of a thing. So I guess the Yankees played the best team and lost, so I'm I'm not complaining, I guess. But I would have liked to see the Yankees there for sure. But, yes, I am now verified on Twitter.
1: You're now, that, That's going to be a part of every outro now.
0: Yeah, I tweeted, uh, I tweeted out, trying the $8 for at least one month. Ha-ha.
1: Well, I, I <laughs> mean, you now get to say that. While, while we wrap up now, Joe, why don't you – Shout out your socials.
0: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Joe Callie and on Twitter verified at the Buffalonian. Fake verified.
2: That, that well,
1: that. well, I mean, you're,
2: you're, okay, man, that's unreal. I never thought I'd see the day where Joe Callie was verified on Twitter, but here <laughs> we are. That is unreal. You can find me unverified on Twitter at TJ Saunders two thousand and on Instagram at Tanner underscore Saunders two thousand. Also unverified.
1: You know, there was Dave, not from Ted, Dave, not from GR. I'm Dan on Twitter, not verified. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find me at double underscore D, capital W V M Y. Thank you for listening to this show of the Blitz. We'll be back on Friday uh, where we're going to do our week 10 game picks. Bills, Bill's Vikings preview. Almost forgot the Vikings. Don't know how to do that, but I did. Uh, But, yeah, tune in for Friday for that, and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep listening to 91.3 FM WBNY Buffalo, Buffalo's original alternative since 1982, brought to you by the Buffalo State Student Activity Fee for more great music.